as the myth turns. Because mythology is the greatest soap opera of all time. With your cultural interns, Eris. And Z. Interns, because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. Hey guys, it's Eris. And I'm Z. And today we are talking to you about sea myths. And yeah. Yeah, the myths <laughs> of the sea. <laughs> It's it's not like a, I, I promise it's not like a new tuna or something. It's just no, it's, it's, some, this, it's mythology of sea people's water stuff. Water stuff. God, we are so eloquent today. Uh, this this is gonna be a real treat for your for your earballs, I'm sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. So I'm, I'm gonna jump right off. Um, I think the big one is mermaids. Yeah, I mean obviously. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously. Until like I researched it, blah blah blah. I wasn't sure on the difference. I, th- I thought there was a difference, and there kind of still is, between mermaids and sirens. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, sirens are very classic Greek mythology. Right. They sing um, Odysseus, like, to like Tra- trying to crash a ship or whatever. Traditionally, but, they're half bird, half human. Right. But they live by the sea. So I think that's yeah. where the fish bit kind of came in and got weird. Yeah, because, like, Those. mermaids are also known... A little bit later, like pat, like older mm-hmm. than Greek mythology, a little bit more recent, not recent history, like modern mm-hmm. history, but like more recent than Greek mythology era. Right. Um, mermaids were known to sit on rocks and comb their beautiful, lovely hair mm-hmm. with these gorgeous combs, and then sing, luring sailors to their deaths. Right, right, so right, like right. a very similar kind of thing going on there. Um, these kind of like very, very beautiful but dangerous women. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. You fish bottomed women. I guess. I don't Essentially, know. I just assume that's what a sailor sounds a like. Fish fatal. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my fun of the day. I will go home now. <laughs> Play that elevator music because we broke this. We're temporarily experiencing some problems with one of our interns. <laughs> Thank you. Both. I'm fine. I'm good. I promise. I'll be here all week. <laughs> that was a good year. That was a good start. This is episode two. Merry birthday. All right, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Mermaids. Little Mermaid. Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all that fun jazz. But... Okay. There was also the uh, Nereids or the yeah, yeah. Uh, Naiads, whatever, which were, were nymphs. I, yeah, I um, saw Nereids. I, Nereid, um, I am pronouncing it phonetically how it's spelled in English, right. which was probably a very English. poor <laughs> translation of what the original Greek was. Right, so, right, yeah, right, 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 right. But they were like nymphs with half human, half. But they were like the human parts were scaly, and then they were half fish. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and though that one kind of comes from that idea comes from Pliny the Elder in his Natural History. He was a Roman naturalist, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. whatever the fuck that means. He yeah. liked to go out in nature and um, write yeah, stuff natural. down right. that he saw, and then he's like, "Oh, um, look at leaf. Oh, look another leaf. Oh, that bitch is sexy." Yeah, that's, that's how the book goes. Pretty much, yeah. So that's the Snopes of it. Not the Snopes. What's the, what's the... I don't know, Cliff Notes? Cliff Notes. There yeah. you go. That's the Cliff. Spark Notes. That's spark Notes. I always yeah. get Snopes and Spark Notes. Anyway. Yeah. Snopes is for fact-checking. Cliff Notes is just a summation. Exactly. Um, there's also the Marrow, which is kind of... I actually think this is where a lot of our classical mermaid legends come from. Mm-hmm. Um, back the Little Mermaid 
is based off of a story that was very poorly retold of a Mara story, um, mm-hmm. which is Irish and Scottish. That, that is like the half, top half is all lady, bottom half is all fish. Right, right, right. Um, and then frequently they, they're, they're very beautiful ones. Um, they're also the ones, uh, Mara tend to be very friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're less of the whole like, I will marry you to your doom. And more of the whole like, oh my God, there's a handsome fisherman over there. Maybe I'll marry him. They also tend to have green hair. Yeah. Just for funs and giggles. But like you... The Marrow had a really interesting component to it, to to the mythology, is that they could transform fully mm-hmm. back and forth between, like, mermaid mm-hmm. and, I mean, that's not, obviously not the word they use for it, but, and then uh, a person with legs who can walk on the land mm-hmm. through the process of, like, a hood or a cap that mm-hmm. was, like, magical, and they mm-hmm. needed to keep it on them, and sometimes, you know, fishwives, like, like or rather, marrying a Marrow, all it took was for the sailor to find that magical hood or hat and hide it away. So kind of so, like a silky. Almost exactly like. Yeah, very similar, which which is because they come from the same area mm-hmm. too. But yeah, so instead of like the seal skin, which is basically like take a werewolf and marry them with a mermaid and you get like a were seal and that's a selkie. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> basically. Of course. <laughs> if you didn't know what selkies were. But yeah, so they would hide their hats and then so the marrow would then would be kind of trapped on land mm-hmm. and then that would, I guess, give the guy time to nice guy her and to get Ugh. married, Ugh. which is kind of gross. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, a, a lot of gross. I yeah. kind of was, kind of was a server coat. Right, 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 right. Yeah, real. It's super gross. Right. It's super. You guys, yes, very cringy. The very, very non-consensual. Yeah. Along with that, and I think there's there might just be a bunch of different names for the same creature, especially in the in the European mm-hmm. area. Because I found one called the uh, Melusine or Melusina, Mel- Melusine. Oh, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. And they they're known to guard like sacred springs and rivers. Mm, Sometimes yeah. they have wings or two tails, which would kind of go hand in hand with like the actual si- Greek siren right. look if they had wings. Yeah. And uh, they're they're actually likely the inspiration for the Starbucks logo. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. I know that one of the things that I thought really cool, I'm sorry, go back to the marrow here. Um, oh, yeah, was I still interrupted. That was my bad. No, it's okay, it's okay. Marrow wasn't necessarily mermaid. Marrow mm-hmm. was merfolk because there yeah. was male marrow who were a little bit more like a little more fishy mm-hmm. um, than normal. But, yeah, well, um, aren't yeah. most men a little fishy? I mean, I mean really. Nah. Yeah, but I meant they were more <laughs> scaly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, also really liked alcohol or something. There's like a, but then again, these are Irishmen, so I don't know if this is just a right. thing that happens. Right. I guess anyway. they're just like those those mer dudes. You know, they they can get they a drink like, with us. They like to drink, and then maybe that's why their lady folk like to head up on land and marry right. someone else. I guess. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Women don't like alcoholics, so unless yes. they're they are the alcoholic. And yeah, then you're like, stop drinking all my alcohol. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. Those are the mirror mirror like. Yeah. Mermaids. Yes, yes. Marrow sounds like uh, what Michael Phelps might be. Yes, actually. I'm <laughs> I, just like, look, I know it's a conspiracy theory, but it's this conspiracy theory that I subscribe in. I think he's a Marrow. Right, because he can turn into a human. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. yes. yeah, just also, he's got the cap. Also. Oh, fuck! I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, See, shit. I'm just saying, I know it's a conspiracy theory, but it's got... A, a, I was making a joke, but now, <laughs> now I think I'm a believer. Like, do you have time to speak to, to talk about our Lord and Savior, Michael Phelps? <laughs> <laughs> In any event, I always um, have time to talk, talk about this. Yeah. I know. Um, they walk amongst us. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so another European 
sea creature myth thing. Grindylows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Grindylows are English. Um, the, the Their name kind of comes from Grendel, uh, who was the, the mother thing in Beowulf. The monster, I think. Okay, yes. The son. I don't think Grendel was the son. I think he was the mother monster. I don't know. Well, we'll Google it later. Definitely in Beowulf. Right, right, right. Yes, for sure. Uh, but Grindylows are said to, to grab children and drown them if they're too close to the water's edge. Uh, most notably, they've been featured in Harry Potter and Pathfinder RPGs, uh-huh. things like that. So they're pretty, pretty well known. Probably not to Americans, but I'm sure any European listening to this are like, okay, you're getting that all wrong. Shut the fuck up. So <laughs> if that's the case, leave us a comment. <laughs> I also so this I didn't really look them up because they're not that like sea creatures, mm-hmm. but it kind of a little bit reminds me of the kappa from uh, Japan. Oh, I have info on the kappa. Oh, neat! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I I want to say like off the top of my head because I haven't looked those up. I thought they were like rivers and lakes. I didn't find anything particularly about definitely water oriented. Right, right. What I found was that it's a they're a yokai, which is the Japanese indigenous people, right? No, no. Oh, yokai, yokai is monsters. I knew is the indigenous people. Oh, damn it! Oh, yeah, yokai just means monster. Okay, well, yeah. Oops, I'm sorry. That or was like monster slash fairy tale creature. It's yeah. it's the word for like mythological creatures. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. But they're they're kind of demons or imps. They're scaly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're humans with a dorsal shield, um, and a dish in their in their head. Uh-huh. Um, that holds water. And if yes. you damage that dish, it weakens the kappa. Yeah. Also, every time I see the word kappa, it makes me think of K- uh, AJ Appa or KJ Appa or whatever the fuck that guy's name is on Riverdale. But oh, that, that, okay. that's neither here nor there. Um, anyways, so kappas are very, they're very mischievous. They're troublemakers. Uh, uh, steal people. They, they do things from uh, from something as, you know, quote unquote little as looking up women's kimonos to uh, reaping and drowning them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, and animals too, they'll, they'll drown animals yeah. um, and kidnap children. They eat humans and they love cucumbers mm-hmm. and sumo wrestling. Mm-hmm. And they're said to steal mythi- this mythical organ called a shiro, shiri kodama out of the human anus, which I think might have just been the prostate. Probably. But... What? What? <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> yeah. I also know that you can trick the kappa in kappa kappa kappa. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go through the alphabet really quick. <laughs> I was like, how do you pronounce this? Japanese language is a syllabatory, so you never change the pronunciation on any of those letters. It's just it's always right. what it is. But you can trick them mm-hmm. into spilling the water out of their heads, which like leaves them powerless. Mm-hmm. Basically, like. Tricking them into like bowing or like any motion that like makes ah. their head tip over, like because I there's like some I bet I can do like, a better handstand than you, bitch. Little little <laughs> bit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either get them like a competitive contest, or you be like, let's zoom all, but you have to bow first or whatever. Ah, and you yes, kind of like yes, trick yes. them into like, okay, cool. And they're like, oh no, my magic water. <laughs> oh, I'm powerless now. And you're like, yeah, get back to the ocean. Right, right, right. I just assume you punch them. Right. The stories are unclear at that point when the water comes out it, of their head. It could be a thumb just, kick. Who knows? Right? Yeah. You could you, you curb stomp them. You could punch them back into the point. Shit gets rough sometimes. I know. So you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know. You know. Otherwise they're gonna like rape you or whatever. Well, I mean, gonna... they're still your prostate. Yeah. So, right? I mean. <laughs> okay. 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 Just remember, anytime you travel, you just gotta keep a list of things. They're like, all right, I can trick a Kappa and just build water out of its head, but right. I can't trick a whatever, you know. Right, right. Gotta right. have a list, a travel right. book list. Right. Make sure you bring your travel plug. 
So <laughs> it's, it's difficult to get to get to that area. In any event, commercial. 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 Hey guys, it's Iris heading in for our regularly scheduled commercial break. I'd like to first start off by thanking our sponsors. Pack Mill Photography has been with us from the start. They are a photography business based out in Fuita, Oklahoma, and you can find them on packmealphotography.com if you need to have some pretty nifty pictures taken of you. They do uh, either personal, like, like just headshot kind of photos, or they also do personnel photography for like if you're going on some type of company trip or picnic or retreat or whatever, ropes course, and you need a photographer, document all the shenanigans you get up to, you know, for the inevitable Facebook group that your boss makes you join. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they can help you out with that. <laughs> I'd also like to thank Mac Boyle for producing our show and honestly doing everything else that makes this show work, like helping us record it and then editing it, producing it fixing our mistakes, telling us uh, when we need to hurry up and wrap it up and get to commercial. Uh, he's very good at all of those things, and honestly, without him, this show would be another mess. So thank you so much, Mac. I'd also like to thank our listeners. Uh, you guys are super great. Uh, I know that we've been having some like transitional issues as we're switching hosting. We're going over to Party Apocalypse Network, um, but we're so happy to be here. Uh, Party Apocalypse is a super cool place, and you should also check out their shows, other shows that are hosted there. Also, we have another show. My producer is sending me a, a sign that says January 24th <laughs> is the, we have our premiere of The Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> we were, we're going to review Star Trek. And which Star Trek, you ask? All, All of them. them. Every single one. So, you know, wish us luck and pray that we don't die. <laughs> <laughs> now for the fact of the day. In 1776, a person who was born to an English-American Quaker family in Rhode Island, um, assigned female at birth, passed away from a, a severe illness, mm -hmm. and was reportedly reanimated by God, and came back as a genderless evangelist named the Public Universal Friend. Puff? or the friend refused to answer to their dead name and asked to not be referred to by gendered pronouns. So like I super identify mm -hmm. with this person. And then whenever somebody would say their name, they would quote Luke 23, three, thou sayest it. Um, and uh, just that you're like, you said it, not me. <laughs> right, right. They refused to answer to that name and uh, had fr close friends and followers of the friend would uh, even in their personal diaries refer to the friend as gender neutral mm -hmm. or as the friend or nice. just as puff so right. and, and even refused to sign their will with their their legal name instead just wrote an x yeah. even though they knew how to read and write so they could have signed their, their oh, legal name but sure. refused yeah huh. and the puff was an ev uh, evangel ev evangelist <gasps> i just i really respect puff right because like also, I really respect Puff's friends because they were right. like super on board with it. All the yeah. friends were just like, no, that's cool. Man, yeah. got it. Easy. Super easy. Yeah. Easy. Painless change. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. were reanimated by God. Like, I'm not going to call you what you prefer to be called. <laughs> right. <laughs> like. Right. So that's, that's the story of the, the public universal friend. 
Oh no, that's cool. Um, actually, Rusalka or Rusalki, plural. Mm-hmm. You know, there's multiple Rusalki right. that live in lakes and stuff. Um, they're Slavic, Russian. These aren't necessarily like these are mythological creatures, mm-hmm. but they're mythological creatures that can be like made. They're not in the terms of like, oh, if mythological creatures are a thing, there's a certain like genus and family, and it's a part of the whole animal kingdom or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, you get like they are the spirits of like incredibly wronged women mm-hmm. um who were drowned and ah. so they're like ghost spirits that are transformed like they're not necessarily a haunting although some stories can be very haunting as mm-hmm. but they are a physical creature um they still looks like a person like mm-hmm. it doesn't have a lot of the fish stuff other than coloring um they tend to then adopt the color of like the lake and the river or whatever mm-hmm. so if it's like uh if so if it's a very green area they'll kind of be more green but if it's a very like light blue area because also this is Russia so there's a lot of ice around right, right, like, right. ice queens but they adopt like the energy energy and like of the water mm-hmm. and they are much like the Kappa like they're harassing figures actually they are now mm-hmm. they are now like now all of the stories are about Usaka who like go after bad men mm-hmm. very like lady in white kind of mythos mm-hmm. but they used what's what's interesting to me too is that even though they have always been connected with this idea of they were young women who were drowned in water right before the 19th century they were fertility figures in terms of they helped get the water to land to irrigate crops and recycle life and all that kind of stuff Um, like so they're like harvest fertility kind of area but then the 19th century you know coinciding with like industrial revolution all of a sudden, they became very angry mother nature spirits. Mm. And they would, like, actively go after them. Mm. Um, it is said that they live as long as they need to. So they can, like, avenge their mm. death. Or live out the length of time that they would have survived until old age had they not been murdered so young in life. Yeah. Kind of thing. They tend to be painted, like, all the paintings I saw of them had a very eerily similar... Uh, look to mermaid paintings very mm. long wet hair i mean of course that's just the nature of their spirit too but right. like had that very like coming up out of the water lady of the lake-esque mm. uh, but All they right. are they're yeah russian mermaids essentially i dig um, i dig they're super they're super neat and i i just i stand ladies who are like you murdered me i'm gonna murder you right back i just uh, i'm into that yeah i think i was into that a little bit <laughs> Okay, so you said it's Russian. Yeah. So, kind of while you were describing what they look like, it really reminded me of one that I found, which was the Kalupalik, which is Inuit. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, close. Like, yeah. the Alaskan-Canadian kind of area. Mm-hmm. Who they, they were human-like. They had long hair and green skin, mm-hmm. long fingernails. Yeah. But they, they would wear a mautic, I think is how you say it. And it, it's like this pouch that kid, the children ride in. That, mm-hmm. that that you wear to to carry the children around. Gotcha. Um, okay, so yeah, it's kind of like those uh, baby slugs. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same idea. And, okay, cool. And so she she wears one, um, and she, that she takes babies and disobedient children 
Oh, 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 Kappa S. Uh, or not Kappa. Uh, Krampus. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From our summer holiday episode. She hums before she sings, so you can always oh. tell when she's coming. So that's kind of creepy. She takes them either underwater or to a secret island, and she almost, like, lives off of their life force. Like, as they get older, Ooh. she gets younger. But I, I don't know. There was something you said about, about the... The, the Russian one that you were talking about, this just kind of reminded me of, of this one a little mm-hmm. bit. And it would kind of make sense that they would have some similarities being yeah. so close, probably. Yeah. Uh, but there's this stop-motion animated six, seven-minute video, whatever I found last night mm-hmm. while, while I was researching, because let's be honest, I procrastinated until like four this morning. <laughs> and it's from the Nunavut, I think how you say it, animation lab, and it's just called uh, Kalupalik. Q-A-L-U-P-A-L-I-K. And it's really cute. And it's told by somebody who sounds like they are or native, probably uh-huh. uh, speak that that their their language and English might be their second one. They just have that kind of that cadence that a lot right. of elders have. It was a very interesting story. I definitely recommend it. Nice. Yeah. We'll have a link to that in the uh, description, probably. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Cool. 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 I also found uh, Makara, which was Hindu. And they are half land animal, half aquatic animal. So, like for example, like the head of an elephant and the body of a seal. Interesting. Yeah, but and they could they could be head of a a human or like upper body of a human and the lower body Mm -hmm. of a fish. Like you know, not exclusively elephant seal. But anyways, they were the vehicle of the sea god Varuna in the Hindu astrology. Mm -hmm. They are the tenth sign known as Rasi. Wait, Ras? I think so. R A S I. And uh, they correspond to our zodiac's Capricorn. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Just kind of a little, like, hey. Kind of. A little show, show, little thing. <laughs> did, you have, did you have any others? Nope. I pretty much, um, all my notes were, well, there. I had a little bit on Selkies, but just mm-hmm. a real, 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 real tiny bit on Selkies. Mm-hmm. Basically the, kind of what we already covered, they're, uh, they're Ferrosi, which is the island off of Icelandic, mm-hmm. is where a lot of our Selkie myth comes from. But also because of that, the Selkies are in Iceland and a lot of it in Ireland, yeah, um, Irish myth. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they're kind of like if you take a werewolf and add a tall mermaid, y'all get a selkie, right? <laughs> That's not no selkies are their own, own own thing. But the idea of it is basically like they can change completely from human right. to seal by re- taking off and removing a seal skin. Like they take off their seal skin, much like old werewolf myths, where you like take off your wolf coat mm-hmm. and then you become human and then you put your wolf coat back on and now you're a wolf. That's the same thing with selkies. You can steal, uh, a, highly not recommended because selkies are super cool. Um, uh, but yeah, if you steal their seal skin, right. um, you basically it's not so much like you hold them in thrall or whatever, like kind of gross stuff, it's just that they're like. I can't return to my home, and you're literally holding it hostage. So if I just hang around you, yeah, <laughs> maybe I can get it back. And cool. that's basically a lot of selkie myth stories, and you know, creepy ghost dudes have stolen the seal skins, and mm-hmm. the selkie is like, I can't get this back, so I can go fucking home. <laughs> yeah, there's so. there's a movie um, I saw it on Netflix. I think you can like buy it on DVD though, mm-hmm. um, called Song of the Sea. Mm-hmm. And it uh, came out in 2014, late 2014, and it's about this um, young Irish boy who uh, discovers that his little sister, who doesn't speak, um, is a selkie. Oh. And that they have to help her find her voice so she can free these these other creatures um, from the spell of a Celtic goddess who lives who lives near them. Neat. It's, it was really cute. Definitely different from uh-huh. a 
American viewpoint. It was, yeah. it, you know, you, you see kids movies and you're kind of like, okay, I know how this is going to end. Like, oh, it's so cute. But yeah. they definitely had some twists and turns that weren't like too scary for a child because uh-huh. it is animated. Yeah. Um, but it was something that I was like, oh, that's different. I like it. Right. So I recommend it. It was pretty good. Yeah. There's a selfie book that I actually read semi-recently. It was like a couple years ago. Seven, seven Tears at High, at high Tide. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth Yeah. Seven Tears at High Tide by C.D. Lee. That one's that's full on a, a selfie love story. Aww. And it's between two dudes. Aww. <laughs> so it's a dude selfie and a dude selfie. Aww. Or a dude selfie and a dude human. I love it. And it's, and it's like, it's very cute. Like mm-hmm. the first half of it is almost entirely like fluffy romance and mm-hmm. like awkward like, like they made room and we all know what we're doing. Oh. <laughs> um, and then the last half is just like, sudden conflict. Oh geez. There is a, a very, I don't know, almost um, like the, the bad guy from Tarzan mixed with the bad guy from Beauty and the Beast. Like so kind of kind of thing, had kind of vibe going on. Gaston and, and Clayton. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we like this, uh, and, uh, and then he's like, I'm gonna steal Sills again, and, you know, I'm gonna spoil the end of the book for you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah. but it's, it's a very cute book. Oh. All right, I did that. Well, I have I have another one. Another <gasps> another native one. It's uh, called, oh, Jesus. Okay, listen, don't judge me. Because <laughs> this is this is the sound that, like, you kind of have to grow no up. judgment zone. Right, you kind of have to grow up being able to make this sound, and, like, I did not. I've only recently learning. Tla, tla nusi, yi. Um, and it's it's the great leech of this specific area. Uh, it's, it's a river um, okay. in, in, like, North Carolina where this, this great leech oh. lived, uh, red and white, and it would sit on the shores, and then when people would come, it would get into the water, and then this great, almost like geyser-like spout would come uh, of water would come up out of the river and wash up onto the to the banks and pull people in or up onto the cliffs and pull people into the water and then they would disappear for forever. So and there's and there's still like legends that it's it's still there and it still tries to pull people into the water. So and that was, Some that other was something that was not IP product. Right, right, right. <laughs> That was something that was believed to be there even uh, as recently as the the removal. So, oh wow, yeah, uh, this is another another fun little fun little native one. Yeah, so. God, I feel like I was like super white <laughs> on all of mine. I mean, well, Irish and Russian. That's yeah, pretty much all of mine. I guess I don't know. I think I think I uh, think thank you so much for reaching out. <laughs> I tried. I will say, I will say though that one little thing I, I I found was that John Smith, yes, that John Smith, Ugh. yeah, and Christopher Columbus both claimed to have seen mermaids when they on their travels. Yeah, so, did they or were they just high? Right, <laughs> were they just trying to be? I don't. I feel like I feel like they both would have been like the kind of guys that were like, oh yeah, mermaids. I seen one too. Yeah, yeah, I saw one and she totally made out with me, bro. And like, <laughs> she's an okay kisser, but you know, like I'm I'm pretty good kisser too. So, really, I was doing all the work because, you know, like, ugh, girls, oh, you know, you know, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's kind of what was going on. Anyways. I mean, I only got a flashback. <laughs> As if I was there. Be like, yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. what they were like. Oh, I promise I'm not immortal. I promise, I think. Right, right. Uh, I haven't died yet. <laughs> There's also, I guess, like, kind of my last little thing I have is the Fiji mermaid. I know it's kind of was kind oh. of a pretty popular one as a sideshow in in Fiji, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it just turned out to be a stuffed fish that was like wedged into the rib cage of a mummified monkey. <laughs> so it was like the top half of a of a monkey and the bottom half of a fish. But that was oh something God. that like a lot of people 
would come see and stuff, and they were always like, it's a real mermaid. Yeah. <gasps> also, uh, whenever I was a wee baby child of, like, 18, <laughs> or maybe 19, I don't remember. Anyways. Any time you say wee baby child, <laughs> I literally expect to come out of your mouth, like, six or seven. <laughs> Which is approximately the age of a wee baby child. <laughs> Listen, Not I'm still a wee baby child. <laughs> Not... Saying that. <laughs> Just in any event. Eyeballing it very heavily. <laughs> in any event. I watched this documentary on like TNT, I think it was, or Discovery or something like that. And like they said they found actual mermaids. And I was like totally entranced because I'm going to be honest, um, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even, <laughs> don't even have an excuse. I'm just stupid. And I was like, I was like, yo, like they, they really honestly have video of like these mermaids and they're creepy as shit and it makes so much sense. And they were just like, hey, here's some science stuff, which totally, that's not how science works. But I was like, this is how science works. And I was like legit believing it. And I was just like, how, how is nobody talking about this? And then it turned out it was just like a joke documentary. But if you've seen that documentary, if you know what I'm talking about, please validate me. Please. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's, that's all I have to say about that. I don't know why, but now I'm getting flashbacks to Shape of Water, which is a really good I movie. haven't seen it. It is really good. Yeah. Um, DVDs are at the library if you want to check it out. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, but that's like more like Fishman. Yeah. Fishman and Pretty Lady who indeterminate parentage. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, she could be a mermaid. I'm just saying. Dun, dun, dun. Spoilers. <laughs> but I like, I like the fish love movie. <laughs> this is a good movie. That's fun. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's all the time we have for today. Join us next time. I think we're talking about Spurs. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I really was trying to hold it back. No, um, <laughs> no, we're gonna talk about zodiac. Yeah, the stars, stars, astrology myths. We're gonna do natal charts for for Mac and Aries, and I'm ah! I, I have have a good friend guest if she's feeling better. Um, so it'll be it'll be pretty interesting. Um, we're going to discuss myths of the stars. I'm both excited and terrified. Yes, yes. Oh. I love doing the Zodiac. I'm a big old nerd. So um, if you don't believe in it, shove off! <laughs> but also, um, to each his own, so I don't judge you. <laughs> Just like what I like. He judges you But all, all, only because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> in any event. Right. See you next time. Bye! Thanks for listening. And don't forget to like, 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 and subscribe to As The Myth Turns on Facebook and Twitter and email us at asthemythturns at gmail.com. Transcripts for this episode can be found at our WordPress site, asthemythturns.wordpress.com. Our theme song is called Fretless by Kevin McLeod. You can find this song and all his others at incompetech.com.